Hello and welcome to Chatter Cave Podcast, where we break down and review a movie of my choosing, and yeah, just try to have a bit of fun as we go along. I'm your host, Dragging Thomas Hughes. I'm Hayden. We're joined by the idiots, and we're going to watch Captain Marvel. Alex, James, are back. Oh, that, yeah. Hello. Wait, which one's Tweedledee, which, you know, Tweedledum and Tweedledummer? I did it wrong already. <laughs> that, that means you're Tweedledummer then. Got it. <laughs> Yeah, Alex, your, your first podcast that... Oh, actually, technically speaking, you did the, the WandaVision, but... Mm. You know, if we don't fully count that one, uh, it's, it's first your first podcast year. since Joker, I believe? Yeah. I thought we were writing him out. But that's, that's after this one. I need to uh, turn... I need okay. to do something very quickly. <laughs> oh, there so we go. James is back for a second week running. Boo! 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 Oh, I mean... Carry yeah. on. Yeah, okay. Um, today we're discussing Shazam, released uh, in 2019. He was oh, Captain Marvel until 2011, Hayden. Then he got changed to Shazam. But I remember a lot of Brie Larson. I was, I was really confused. I think You're, I watched a different film. Yes. Um, the movie introduces to a brand new hero in the universe, and unlike every movie before it, the movie pretty much doesn't have any links to the previous movies, so you don't have to actually watch anything else to watch this. Though there are like a few like little nods, Superman, Batman, yada yada. Yeah. It's not like a pitman to watch anything else before. You can literally yeah. just jump straight into this, which is a it's nice touch. Like the, um, it's not like the um, Marvel, the, the the Netflix TV shows. Yeah. Where like you really need to watch the MCU films to understand what's going on, but there are little references to it. Like the reference to Hulk in there, but there's not actual big like connections that you need yeah. to watch the films for. Like in One Division, you need to yeah, watch. That, that's exactly yeah. what I was thinking of. As I was nodding and saying, "That's true." Yeah, you you beat me but, to the punch. But would you really watch One Division if you wasn't a Marvel fan? Well, some it, people it, might it'd be a bit weird. <laughs> people might just double upon it. Yeah, and maybe that would then draw them into the bigger universe. Yeah, like for the Netflix ones, that they don't really need the context no yeah but anyway we're talking about dc it's hayden okay. she talks about she talks about, she talks about marvel every five minutes i, compa- um, I compare it like because that's the easy way to compare it that's all yeah uh the movie was directed by david s sandberg who like last week's aquaman director he's a horror director whose first movie was lights out which alex has seen he knows that one fucking hosted that movie also hate that movie um before he helmed annabelle creation I won't call that a horror film. Um, which is was an improvement over the first one. And, you know, he's then doing Shazam, Fury of the Gods in 2023. So hmm. he's literally just known those two films, Shazam, then he's going straight to that. Well, it's like, what, two years from there, so it's not too bad. Two years is like two years of our lives. Yeah, but we're not talking about our lives here. We're talking about a movie called Shazam. So, you know, let's give some early thoughts yeah. about giving a rating. And it's a fun movie. It, now, yeah. it nails the comedy very good. I don't think it's cringy at all. It, it is quite very humorous. The action, though not as much as other DC movies, mm-hmm. uh, it, it still has that impactful moment of action when it needs to be. So, to, you know, get the audience pumped up. <laughs> bang, bang, bang. British ball guy, villain as always. Um... Fucking spectacular. <laughs> Um, obviously, it has a lot of a lot going for it because obviously coming from the back of Aquaman, it ke- continues that you know comedy value which that had, but this time mm. it actually goes a bit more. 
I'd say darker with a lot of its like, uh, oh, yeah. cinematography angles, and it's a lot darker than that one. So, so there's a lot yeah. of dark undertones to these like story as well. Yeah, this is about a bit of foster kid, and obviously going through a lot of deep, frustrated trauma of losing his well, his mom like be separated from his mom and try and search for her, and then obviously there's all the dark shit we find out about her. It's very like dark, but there's because it's still a kid. There's some comedy aspects to it, and there's more of a light-hearted feeling to him. Cause like like the like. Joke, joking, laughing for the pain, kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, it and is the DC what? universe. <laughs> James isn't yeah. wrong there. <laughs> so it literally takes oh. the sort of darkness of, say, like Batman versus Superman, and then also just takes the lightness of Aquaman and just merges yeah. it into, and it actually works because a lot of times you find it's very difficult to merge these two types of genres, like darkness and yeah. comedy, into like, going yeah. like dark black comedy. But mm-hmm. this actually does it spot on, which is what makes it. A good watch yeah i mean yeah. again i don't i'm referencing marvel again but it's a lot like ragnarok <laughs> that i would also re- compare it to something yeah. like that but i think the whole point is it's it still feels like a dc film and that's what i like it still feels like the dark dc theme but there's it's still got like comedy keeping us entertained exactly so, yeah it does good James, from a, a, a new perspective, because you haven't actually watched this before we watched it together. Mm. Here he goes, um, wrapping his mind around it. Sorry, what film are we watching again? Captain Marvel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unlike you, um, I the comedy started to grind on me, actually, at times. The, for me, yes, it is. He He's a teenager in an adult's body and he doesn't really know what he's doing. But sometimes I was like, yeah, okay, I've seen this seven times now. Can you give me something else? And then a bald British guy showed up and I laughed. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking spectacular. <laughs> that helped. That made that really funny. Uh, so, yeah, overall, the comedy... Yeah, I agree. It definitely has the times where it shines, but also it really did start to grind my gears. Okay, um, Peter Griffin, calm down. You want to really grind my gears? Children. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that would have been um, perfect time if Alex yelled, stop jumping. <laughs> um, action. Action was good. Mm-hmm. I do got a bit anime with how stop start it was. Which, but you love uh, anime, so... <laughs> yeah, other than that. Uh, a solid, for, for initial overview, a solid overall... Good yeah. job. You're also, you found someone the characters, so... <laughs> you were completely obsessed with one of them. <laughs> woman. <laughs> yeah. Alex, I mean, uh, but... from your perspective? She's acting as an underage woman. <laughs> Not that part of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. uh, to be honest, I thought it was just a solid movie. I'm not really yeah. one to like DC movies. Mm-hmm. So the like uh, how I go along is the DC do good TV shows. I like the Flash, mm-hmm. Supergirl, and that, but yeah. they're a bit lackluster with the movies. Whereas Marvel, mm-hmm. like, were really good with the movies, but kind of shit with the TV shows with like Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones was the best. It was fucking amazing. Jessica Jones was the best. The best. Like, 
Daredevil. Daredevil was good. Even like Luke Cage and Iron Fist, they had the moments. That in, in my opinion, in my opinion. Okay, uh, we'll, hey, we'll sit back. This is in his opinion. Okay, okay. okay. Yeah, I, I, I remember the thing that Iron Fist got. Yeah, I couldn't really get into the the Marvel. <laughs> you won that Iron Fist. <laughs> yeah. To be honest, I think this is one of the the best <laughs> DC films that they've made. It's almost. It's getting to the same par as Marvel, but it's like still a bit there, and I'm gonna kill a child. <laughs> um, wow! Is that a reference for James? You gonna kill James because yeah. he's uh, doing yeah, some yeah. weird hand movements? Yes, yes. James, take, take your hand off your crotch. You're not allowed to do that. It's lucky I'm not recording yeah. you. Jesus, dude, we'll be cancelled. Learn from Kevin Spacey. <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting to yell out loud. <laughs> Don't stop seeing my references again. <laughs> anyway, uh, I lost Kevin Spacey, but Booba and GTA are still mine. <laughs> anyway, uh, we'll move on then to the opening sequence for it. So, obviously, the opening sequence is you meet a young Doctor Savannah and his family before you meet the Wizard, and it's a lot different to the other intros for the fact this fully focuses on a villain's origin story, which mm. is different because obviously, if you look at say Man of Steel, it's focused on. The destruction of Krypton, which though obviously mm-hmm. focused on Zod, it was there mainly for the focus of Kal El. Obviously, yeah. BVS, Batman uh, introduction, mm-hmm. Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman introduction, Suicide Squad, the roll call, uh, Aquaman again, Aquaman introduction, and the Queen and set up the story and that. Uh, Justice League. No, the dog. <laughs> <laughs> Justice League obviously was setting up obviously the ending of BVS and what was going to come to this. Um, I think I've said all the DC movies up to this point, have I? Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they all focus obviously on the hero. They always focus on the hero side of the intro. They showed us the hero. Yeah, the man showed us a slight villain, but it wasn't fully focused on the villain. Whereas this fully focuses on Dr. Savannah and obviously eventually brings you to the wizard, who mm. obviously then it focuses on him, but he's still fully focused on this villain, which is a very unique intro. I'll give him that. Yeah. And points are having Lex Luthor's father. <laughs> Smallville reference, classic. Uh, yeah, James, you're raising your hand. Oh, I thought I was going to sneeze, but I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks Bless for that input, Alex. It was like one second. Like, I might sneeze. <laughs> I, I, no, no. I was fully focused on my notes to keep remembering the name Savannah, and at the corner of my eye, I could see the hand move, and I was like, "What the fuck's he doing?" And I saw the mute oh, button, and I was like, "What the fuck's he doing?" <laughs> so yeah, uh, inputs, outputs, things and bumbums. No, no, no! I'm going first. <laughs> <laughs> it just made me think of the um, um, the the one Marvel scene where. The, the car crash happens. Oh, yeah, so that was Civil War. That was where it was oh. from. The car, the car crash, and it's like, oh, those, those were my parents. Is like, ooh, sad car crashes. Ooh. <laughs> um, that's the part I'm going with that connection. Um, yeah, we made that joke while watching the film. Yeah, Hayden made that reference. Uh, oh. I was saying that Winter Soldier comes up and like grabs his throat. Right. <laughs> Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> James the epitome of stealing jokes. Slash references. Hey. If 
I'm losing Kevin Spacey. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all lost Kevin Spacey a long time ago. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, not, so, anyone else want input uh, other than James? Is it a Civil War reference? Mm-hmm. Um, um, no. <laughs> I'm Alex. My lady. I think I'm My purpose. lady. I was in Trek on purpose. Uh, <laughs> okay. uh, it doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't know where to go, no. I've lost my train of thought. <laughs> no, I thought it's pretty interesting because, like, yeah. To be honest, you don't, you're not, you don't know his. Well, you kind of do because he's a spoiled little prick uh, at the beginning. Uh, but yeah, it's it, it's interesting to see like a new perspective at the intro. And it it's kind of like throws throws you away, like if that makes sense. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah. I see. I know what you're saying. Throws your expectations. Yeah, because obviously they could have easily just started with uh, the Billy getting lost scene. I could have easily started with that as the intro to show you this here this kid when he's really young, and then build up into the title Shazam mm-hmm. before cutting to the actual how it actually started with him uh, seeing the cops. Uh, obviously, the database yeah. from him. So they could have easily done that, but instead they went with the villain intro, which is I, I still think it's a very nice touch. Villain. Yeah, because they've got they've got to set up the fact that this like wizard boy steals kids and then goes touch my staff and then <laughs> things happen and they're not worthy because they won't kneel down and then they get sent back. They're not pure of heart. Yeah, is four. If they're not pure of heart, they touch the ball. <laughs> yeah. It's basically a reference to paedophilia, but you know. Um, they're not pure, yeah. they get the ball. If they're pure, they get the shaft. And that's how James operates. <laughs> Trade secret. Oh, safe reference. Um, yeah, it's kind of like. We've got to set up that aspect to like. So when it starts happening to Billy, you realise, oh, or not, it's going to come up. Hey, I don't know what's going on. Anticipation, yeah, anticipation. You think, oh, is he the one that's you know going to take the shaft? But um, we also like obviously there's that cool bit where like the near miss of the car. Yeah. Like, oh God, we get hit, and then it's like, oh, he's a fight. Expectations. And <laughs> it's fucking and the Christmas tunes hit. Yeah, cars crashing. Like, quite like some like, normal like joyful music in a way. So it's like the contrast between this horrific scene and then the funny cool music. James, get off camera. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to get comfy. I- I'm there trying to listen to Hayden. I was like, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. What the fuck's going on? <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, uh, obviously, because if, if you think about it, if they started with anything other than this villain intro, it'd be a bit mm. weird then jumping later on when you first see Dr. Savannah when he's older and he's like... Mm. Oh, what about the numbers and stuff like that? That would be a bit weird because you like, haven't you haven't got any detail yeah. into this context, so it, it makes sense to do this here then later on. Yeah, because the first reference you get of like him when he's older is he's holding that ball. Yeah, that's what that makes you go. That's the kid. Like, we can have that connection. That's, that's a little shit. Mm, it helps you like realize that this is what's going on, and it sort of fills in the blanks in a way. Like you know, oh, he must have like settled. He's made his entire life trying to get back there because he got a little hint of that power from the naughty demons. Exactly. 
I have to become a fairy. <laughs> oh, I think we've uh, <laughs> uh, spoken up about the intro then, so we'll move on to the cast and characters. So as you first up is Shazam, played by Zachary by, Levi. By no, Zachary Tom, Levi. You turn into a sexy man. <laughs> Clearly, I'm one. You can't, you can't, you can't uh, make anything more perfect. James, say Shazam. Shazam. Did work. Uh, um, oh, it got uglier. Ooh. I need to grab the staff. He needs the staff. <laughs> um, but, yeah, um, Zachary Levi was in For the Dark World. And. Ironically. Yeah, ironically. Another one that jumped from Marvel to DC. Before some people mm-hmm. did the other way around. But, you know. Uh, and I think he captures Shazam very well. Uh, I feel like he fully plays his kid and an adult's body perfectly. Mm. He literally looks like just a massive fucking kid and he acts like one. So I think that's a good... Kid as well. Yeah. Got a bit of a nerdy side to him. Yeah. When he, when he tries to buy the beer. I'd like... <laughs> like your finest. Yeah. That, was, that was funny, that mm. was. <laughs> oh, and the of the powers as well. Like, he, he just, like, just that fact of like not realising what his powers is and like being surprised when he's bulletproof. Yeah. But then obviously fearing... Is he fully bulletproof in the face? No, he's like, oh, shoot me in the face. Yeah, shoot me yeah, in the head. What? What? <laughs> what? Yeah. He's quite good at doing that, that sort of out of place. He doesn't feel, obviously, he's not an adult, but he looks mm. like one. He feels, he feels like a kid. It's very, sure, like, yeah. good. He's very good. Yeah, very good. Very nice. Good, yeah. well done. James in <laughs> Good. Agree. Yes. Kevin Spacey. Oh, that took a very dark world turn there. Um, we'll, no, James. we'll move on I then to uh, Shazam's okay. other half. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Billy Batson is played by Asher Angel, who was mm-hmm. in the TV who's series. Who's not very angel. Uh, Andy Mack. And I think he plays the younger version very well as well. Like the mm-hmm. non-superpowered one. He does feel yeah. like this character that's like this kid who's alone now, doesn't want to be part of anything. Yeah. He's on a mission. He does capture that aspect really good. Mm-hmm. And also, like, big thing as well, he, I think he was really good when he played mate, He played um, Arya Stark in um, Game of Thrones. He was really good at that. Yeah. Just because that one scene made it look like it, her. It wasn't her. It did. Uh, it made me question. <laughs> I don't get it. Neither do I. All I know is that the Starbucks cup was in uh, Game of Thrones, and that was it. Oh right, yeah, I remember like looked, that. We won't remember that one. But he looked, looked like Maisie Williams. That was a joke. God sake, you two. <laughs> Why did we invite them? Um, because we've got to be friendly. I don't want to be. You're not anyways. That's, that's the whole reason we've got to try and be more friendlier. <laughs> oh, damn it. It's your own fault, Hayden. Okay. You brought this onto yourself. Okay, before James makes another reference to a certain uh, naughty person there, we'll move on then. There's no more inputs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, obviously, next up we have our villain, uh, Dr. Savannah, played by Mark Strong, who we last saw when we did the two Kingsman movies last year. And he's now going to be in the movie Cruella in another month's time. No, it's just called Cruella. And 
I think he does a really good job at being playing this villainous role. He mm-hmm. he redeems himself from the crapness that was the Green Lantern where he plays Sinestro. He redeemed <laughs> himself from that because I was as we've discussed many times, Hayden. Obviously, one of the main Eddie issues with the DC movies in general is the villains usually end up being pants. They usually oh, just yeah. dreadful. Uh, but obviously, the last few we've done, uh, just League and obviously Aquaman. But we obviously praised the villains. We both thought mm. the villains were good and interesting to watch and. It carries on here, in my opinion. I think Mark Strong does a really good job playing this re- really menacing character. But then again, he's British. He's bald. Yeah. It's not too hard I to mean, play a menacing bad guy. Also, it is him. Like, come on. Look, it's fucking right, spectacular. He's, he's the only way to explain him. He's <laughs> fucking spectacular. Great. <laughs> uh, yeah. See, any of us could be a villain for British. Oh. <laughs> he's always been a villain. Hayden is hard, to be honest. I'm really oh, yeah. trying not to make any more references. They <laughs> <laughs> okay, don't references, they're just name drops, but even that's a bit... Okay, calm down, Jeffrey. Uh, which one? <laughs> oh, God. Um, but, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I actually really enjoyed Dr. Savannah. Obviously, he had this goal of wanting to become this all-powerful being, essentially, and he spent his entire life just Planning Trying, and plotting. Yeah, planning and plotting. Didn't give a shit about anyone. Doesn't even give a shit that he's, uh, obviously Shazam's actually a kid. He still fucking just drops him from like the heights of fucking aeroplanes, I'm going to say. It was about that high up. <laughs> That's such a specific height. It was really high, you know. I don't know the exact, like, 50 feet, 60 feet. You know, aeroplane uh, heights that there. Um, <laughs> but I feel like as well, even though he doesn't, like do com- the comedy stuff. I feel like some of his actions are quite humor, especially the uh, the fight in the mall when he's running across the fucking uh, the keyboard. <laughs> and when all you hear is do do do, you look at him. His head is going, like, really seriously running, but it's still really fucking funny just because Harry's running at him. Mm. <laughs> Good scene that was. Um, yes, ten out of ten. Can agree again. <laughs> Any more input on uh, Mark Strong? Um, more British. Less bald. Good guy. Yeah, that's what that'd make him a good guy, but he's a bad guy. Cause he's the bad guy. Okay, we're gonna uh, move on then. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, so his eye's cool. I like his eye. Yeah, that, that's especially the first time you see it and it's all dark on the one side. And you mm-hmm. see that little light and that's really that's a really good shot. That was. Thanks, I the, gotcha. thanks for the input there, James. A bit more than that, the, the bad guy that is Alex. I'm not sure about his chemistry with the team. Like, sometimes you can see if there's like a good chemistry with like the the recording people. I didn't feel the chemistry. Are you talking about us good. still? Sure. <laughs> Are you talking about uh, us recording this? No. Uh, you know, like, I mean, yeah. It's... <laughs> he, there was one good part where it was like just like. Where he's trying to talk, but like, yeah. This is what yeah, I'm. I'm, a, I'm, I'm a, sorry. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna move on. Please do. Okay. Uh, next up, we have the wizard, who's played by Jimon Unsu, who was in Aquaman last week. He was the Fish King, and he was also in the movie. Uh, sorry, movie TV series Wayward Pines, and. Though he's meant to be like this good guy, he kind of plays the villain, like the wizard, like really menacingly. Sorry, 
Yeah, yeah, there's a menacing aspect, especially when he's talking to Billy later on. And he's like getting really aggressive with him, like, take the shaft. And he's like, what? And he's like, take it! And he, get, he, he just even plays him like really menacingly. Which, I'm not going to dig. It was, it, it makes sense. He's, you know, he's a really old wizard who's been trapped in this like, cavernous place for fucking centuries. And he's just, you know, chilling, chilling in his hot tub for all those times. And, uh, well, you know, you're going to be a bit cranky. You're not going to be a people person. So, you know, it makes sense him being this kind of aggressive, like, take the power now. I'm done. Bitch, just take the power. Come on. <laughs> you know, for the fact that he'd already screwed up once with uh, Black Adam, uh, it definitely makes sense why he's really aggressive. Spoilers. Uh, Alex, I'll spot your face in a minute my fist. Yes, please, Daddy. And that's me, Ace. So, yeah. So, you know, the urge. <laughs> A sense of urgency with the fact that the seven deadly sins uh he, he's losing uh, his powers so he's he's struggling to contain them for much longer and so he really needs that new champion to come along and yeah basically he just basically needs to give his powers to someone that can stop the, the power people and they kind of want a righteous young lad Strapping young lads like myself. No. Someone better looking. So, anyway. Next part. Uh, Their host has been deactivated. Um, (laughs) Reactivated. Yes. Uh, Shazam! (laughs) No! (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Obviously, we'll quickly run through the other duos there are because there's uh, people playing the same person twice so obviously the shazam family is of course present so obviously mm. there's first off there's dala uh the older version is played by uh megan good who's in the monster hunter movie the new one the younger version is played by faith herman who's in this is us and obviously the younger version has a moment which is quite funny and mm. she, the yeah. older version does capture the exact same Essence. Uh, essence that I don't know how, how old how old is she? Did you say? She's quite seven. Yeah. Yeah, I think the older version captures that seven-year-old very well, especially when he's talking to Santa. Mm, I very good for sure. Yeah, good <laughs> Santa just runs away swearing. We're all has fucked. The man- <laughs> yeah. Has the mannerisms of like an actual child as well. Yeah. Yeah. Just like Hayden. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. But yeah. And then there's um, Mary. Hey, 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 hey. Um, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So the fact Mary doesn't, the older version of Mary doesn't do much in that last fight, she's at the bottom of the list. Also, oh, okay. yeah, I'm saving that for James. James was the best for last. Um, so second mm-hmm. up is Freddy. The older version is played by Adam Brody, who was in Ready or Not. Mm-hmm. And the younger version is played by Jack right. Dylan Grazer, who was in It. And uh, the younger version, obviously, is the comic relief of the movie. Yeah, and he 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 nails it exactly how you you want him to act it, which he does in it. He's very dark, but dark humor. Obviously, he's crippled, so he's very like sort of technique of his his own situation. So we do. Yeah, but that situation's you. And so, because he's. Obviously, Shazam is the standout of this film for the fact that you know it's all focused on him. But I mean, for like this character who's essentially his sidekick role, mm, he's the Robin. The, yeah, he's he does shine very well. Mm, the Robin um, after Joker got to him. Yeah, and obviously the older version 
he captures that nerdiness with him. He doesn't capture like the inner child as much as the obviously uh, Dala's one did. He more captures the nerdy side of uh, this uh, character. But the fact, obviously, a lot of his references, like, ah, oh, I've 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 been watching like many superheroes fight. I know all their styles. I've mastered their fight skills. You know, bring it on. So he, ca- mm. he just captures that sort of you. Ner- yeah, basically captures me. <laughs> Tom could have played it. I could have, yes. Um, so, okay, <laughs> we'll move on to the next one, which is uh, Eugene. Eugene. The older version is played by Ross Butler, who was in 13 Reasons Why. And the younger version is played by Ian Chen, who was in Fresh Off the Boat. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, the younger one has this moment, uh, the humour early on, but then obviously he doesn't do much later on in terms of humour. So he has that moment yeah. when you first see him, uh, when he's on the computer, and he's like, wait, it's dark? Yeah, yeah, the cl- the classic the classic ga- the classic gamer sort of moment. And then he has the nunchuck bit later on when he's you know he's like oh I know how to use he's gonna smash himself on the head. He's like ow. But obviously he sort of dwindles after that. You don't see too much of him, and mm. the jokes are pretty much gone. But yeah, the first half yeah. is fine. But then obviously the older version again he captures that sort of a uh, the uh, nerdy aspect for the fact that he keeps doing like Hadoken and fatality. He captures yeah. that gamer aspect. Of the character, which is a nice touch. Agreed. They cater to all backgrounds here. Yeah. Basically. Even seven year old. Yeah. Uh, yep. <laughs> uh, uh, next up as well, there's uh, Pedro. The older version is played by DJ Cotrona, who was in G.I. Joe Retaliation. And the younger version is played by Jovan Armand, who was in a single episode of a new TV show called Coyote. Yes. Which, that was one I struggled to find some before. Um, <laughs> obviously, the younger version doesn't do much in terms. He just barely speaks. Uh, he's like the quiet big guy. Yeah, <laughs> he's just yeah. really quiet. So there's not much to talk about there, really. But obviously, the older he, version, you know, he, he brings that sort of the uh, idea of wanting to be this buff guy. Like, yeah, because obviously he has the weights just knee early on the younger one. So he mm. captures that sort of. Oh, I'm really buff now. Literally, the first focus of him is literally like, oh, I'm ripped. And when he's like trying to save all those ki- uh, the, the Ferris wheel, and he's holding it up. He's like, "Wow, I'm actually yeah. doing this." So he he, uh, he he does he does all right. Yeah, the younger one is very quiet though, and like he only has like certain like things that he can like shine through. Like he's only got a couple of lines, I think, um, in the entire movie. Yeah, but they're decent lines. Yeah, agreed. Mm. Yeah. Okay, then I can see James uh, jumping for anticipation for the next one. Um, so lastly, we have uh, Mary. The older version is played by Michelle Borth, who was in Hawaii Five-0. And the younger version is played by Grace Fulton, who was in Annabelle Creation. You know, the same film as the director directed. Mm-hmm. And the older version doesn't do much. She She's like the opposite of all the others. She barely does anything, in that, especially in the last fight. You, mm-hmm. She has that one little bit with the those tentacle things. James's <laughs> usual anime idea. And she just, I don't know where this is going. She, she just throws it in and that's it. You don't really see her during the fight. She's not all the rest of the focus. But the younger version obviously has a lot more focus in the movie than the younger version of the others. For the fact that, that she's like one of the ones who figures out who Shazam really is. And because she's a smart girl. Well, she's going to like college, I think it was, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And she was there obviously think- to try and like drag. Shazam back into the reality of family is a thing because obviously he's like getting really 
He's like, oh, forget family. But she's like, but family's, you know, good. And obviously she's there sort of to try and drag him back down to earth at times. Mm. And be like the, the, the grown-up of the group, essentially. Obviously, the, each member of the family is kind of what represent its power, Shazam. I think she probably is the, the wisdom part. Yeah. Wisdom of Solomon. Yeah. Good job, you know, with your, your Greek gods. No, I had a very disremembers from last night. I remember because they, they reference it all the time, like in Young Justice. Shazam's always like says what his powers are, basically. Yeah. And you remember all this shit? <laughs> James is shaking his head. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I just focused on Mary the entire time. Which Although, the, the, the super outfit was cool. I did like the super outfit. Actually. I think all the super outfits are cool, which we'll mm. talk about when we do production later. Yeah. Uh, so next up, obviously, is the story segment. So the story goes as followed: uh, Billy Batson gets the powers of a well of gods, uh, not a god, gods from a wizard mm. who's not a nonce, and in the process becomes the hero Shazam. And with the help of Freddy, he must learn how to master these powers, especially when Doctor Savannah and the Sins appear to take them from him. And Da-da-da. you know, it's it, the story's got a lot of heart and a lot of darkness within it. And obviously, we mm-hmm. say comedy. It sort of captures a lot of it very well, and it's a very intriguing story to draw you in. Hmm. The plot sounds a bit like an anime, but <laughs> does a bit. It does a bit, yes. <laughs> I mean, some random guy comes up to you and says, "You know, touch this." Sounds a bit like fucking my Academia. Yeah. <laughs> Eat my head. <laughs> it's good for you. Look at superpowers. Is that is that a bad what? thing though? <laughs> Yeah, get hit by a truck. Uh, well, it did happen at the start. True. That's how the lead's yeah, made. Yeah, he's the guy. And there is a truck later on. Like, for some sky. Oh, yeah. James trying to go for the movie in his head. No, same by same. Yep. Uh, that, no, not that car, not the bus. Uh, which of this about 17 cars that crash? Bully's the car. The bully's one, yeah. Yeah. Any other thoughts? And it sounds like an anime. <laughs> it's a fun. It's definitely fun to watch. Yeah, the plot's quite it's pretty simple plot, but yeah, yeah. most yeah, films it's, it's pretty simple, straightforward. It's only the origins, but yeah, the way it's executed. So most origin <laughs> stories, or intent in general, superhero stories tend to be basic anyway. No, you, don't need, you don't need this really complex movie to get enjoyment from it. Mm. You just need something to get, something to, like, a story to follow, some, you know, relatable, enjoyable characters to watch, some good action, you know, good laughs, you name it, that's all you need. And, you know, this story, as you say, basic, but allows this stuff to capitalise on it. It all depends on, like, which universe is the setting. Because this is, this is a, uh, I think, the the bad guys one, the bad guys universe, not a uh, good Snyder's universe. Yeah, it's saying that one. Because obviously you see, totally not going to become an evil Superman. Sit down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there. I'll move on then to the cinematography, and it's, there are some really good shots in this movie. There's a there's yeah. a, a shot that uh, James pointed out already. The eye one, the light. That was a really well done shot. The scene when Shazam jumps off the roof, or Billy jumps yeah. off and he shakes Shazam, the lightning strike. Yeah. That was a really good shot. And mm. I, I think I think it's a very good cinematic movie. My words are going jumble jumble. Um, 
But yeah, I, 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 I can't dig the cinematography. I think it's again another solid DC looking movie. Mm. Like, it's a solid I'm... movie for the, the amount that they put in. Mm. Mm. Still, I think a lot of the way like they do stuff with him as well. Like obviously, there's a bit like what I've seen. He sees that bus like off, like, hanging off the bridge. He's just like, oh, she... <laughs> His first action is to grab the mattress. <laughs> I love where it's, you see it from their perspective. <laughs> that guy's face like, what? Jump in, jump in. <laughs> yes. Like, even the simple stuff that makes it quite good shots. I like, can just add to the humour. They do a lot of that pretty good. Like the one where he uses Shazam in the toilet. Yeah. That guy runs out. <laughs> and all, you, all you hear is, oh, how do I do... I know, you forget this. Shazam! <laughs> It, it's, it is true. <laughs> How the hell do you piss in that suit? <laughs> I, I don't think that he's got a penis. I don't think it was the he's, suit though. Oh, he's, he's an action man. He's like Hulk. He's literally an action man. There's nothing down there. <gasps> Never thought of that. <laughs> there is with enough imagination. Maybe he pisses at his finger. Oh, maybe. <laughs> Not... Yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not electric for That's the aliens from um, Scary Movie. That was it. And the president <laughs> does it as well, doesn't he? I was trying to think, where have I seen that before? <laughs> Scary Movie 3. I remember. Is that 3 or 4? 3, I think. Oh, it's 3, yeah, because 4 was the sore one. Yeah. Yeah, 3. Yeah, um... <laughs> anyone else uh, inputting? James hmm. Blank. Alex Blank. I can't tell by head and face. Blank, blank. Blank, blank. Okay, uh, well, let's move on to the uh, score. And I don't think it's as impactful as other DC scores. There's nothing that really jumps out at me. It Obviously, uh, most of the score is overpowered by, obviously, the people talking. But mm. there, oh, there's a few little songs in there, like actual songs. That are, you know, there's Queen one in there. It was a nice song over mm. the top of the montage. Uh, but, I mean, a lot of the other songs, you know, nothing really jumped at me. Nothing really got me going... Oh yeah, I'm getting into this actress. Bum 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 bum. Dun, dun, dun. Like the Aquaman. Kind of. I don't think I don't think it reaches. I think it is the weakest of all the DC yeah. ones we've covered so far. Not yeah. as iconic, basically. Yeah. Basically. It, it, pretty, it pretty explains why when I was trying to find the soundtrack before, so it's listened to all the soundtracks. I could I I did I listened to a bit of it. And was like nope. Yeah. <laughs> it's very mediocre. So that, simple. That's, that's his. That's it. Yeah, it's very simple. Very sort of. Uh, would you say generic? Yeah, I'd say it's 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 basically safe. But it's the only it's thing you can remember is Queen. Yeah, then yeah, Queen and the twenty four carat magic was it? Was I think there? so. It's like a but very yeah, subtle it's... moment of it. James mm, there giving it. I can see it in his eyes. It's a very <laughs> safe uh, like playlist of music, so yeah. it's not like yeah, out there yeah, with like some of the music it's like. They could have had team spirit with like the family or we are family. Like mm. in the fight scene. Oh, that would have been that would have been hilarious or I mean, brilliant. Nothing like stands out like the Wonder Woman. Yeah, there's not that one song that really stands out. <laughs> the only one that stands out is Queen and they just took yeah. that from somewhere else. Nothing <laughs> as iconic as the pit. Yeah. <laughs> James's <laughs> favourite track in Aquaman. <laughs> yeah, the playlist has very very low amount of plays. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's like every like it's like a, a generic movie soundtrack. Yeah, nothing really. Boom, bang, yeah, whiz. No, 
no Avenger theme. Shazam. Shazam. Yeah. No Shazam. That, that's that's its one down point in my opinion. Yeah, no, she's out. And then the, and the dance. Oh yeah, and the dance. And the Fortnite dance. <laughs> what? Oh, but I think everyone's the... slightly back on that when it first came out. Yeah, but to be fair to them though, it it makes sense because he's a kid. He's a kid. It, it, it... it makes sense in the plot. So yeah, I won't criticize it. Yeah, I just but criticized that... that it. <laughs> Does that mean Fortnite in DC? It's in Marvel, so it's going to be in DC. Yeah, fucking four was. Foreign Korg are playing Fortnite against. Uh, call, me di- call me a dickhead again. <laughs> oh my god! Sorry, I put my camera froze there. <laughs> oh my god! If that happened, then we're gonna quickly move on then uh, from a very mediocre generic score to the special effects. And I don't really see any mm-hmm. issues with special effects. Obviously, they tend to use a lot of it during the when they're flying around, zipping around, and whatnot. Uh, it's not it's overdone, been- and these sins. I think the sins look really well done. Oh yeah, definitely. yeah. They look very, They're very ugly. Yeah, very ugly and very like horror. It, like, mm-hmm. That's another thing I will say. This film, it, obviously, very crazy. It it captures the. I think it captures the, like the director's touch. You no, know, like you see a film and it's directed by someone who's not usually directing these kinds of films, but there's usually that stamp, like Aquaman, the trench. That was a stamp oh, of James Wan. That was that was horror. But uh, the example for this, obviously, the sins. This is an example of obviously the director's stamp of horror esque to the movie. Which is weird because obviously when Kong Skull, uh, Kong vs Godzilla did it, or the way mm-hmm. sorry, uh, that was directed by a, another horror director, but it didn't feel like it had any horror in it. So, mm. but this does have that stamp of the director of the menacing, which is pointed out within the Seven Deadly Sins because they very are creepy mm-hmm. as fuck. Right. <laughs> which is funny. Like, I stomach. Yeah, the one with the fucking this mouth in the stomach. I, I, yeah. find, I find it funny. Uh, the fact that obviously they're very, it's very spooky in that. Except this is a Christmas. It's like literally is a Christmas movie. <laughs> Though released in April. It's as much of a Christmas movie as Die Hard is. Yeah, basically, it's set at Christmas, but <laughs> yeah, it doesn't both. focus too much on Christmas aspect. Mm. Good point, out, yeah. Alex. Thank no. you. I still never watched Die Hard, but you know, you should watch. I it. know that reference from a uh, friends. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. <laughs> Friends. It's also covered no, over Brooklyn we Nine-Nine. Talk, we don't talk about Jake's favourite movie. We don't talk about it. Okay. Yeah. Hey, then, special effects, talk about it. <laughs> yes, special Go. effects. Um, obviously the, I, I, my favourite one is obviously it's the switch between him and Shazam. Yeah. Like, when they do that, like, the mist that comes from it as well. It is good. Especially that scene where like when he falls... Like, he changes again once you see the glow of the, the lightning bolt. Oh, and the, the cloud, and he's walking through. So, yeah. Like, like, yeah, yeah. That's fucking brilliant. Then there are some good, just great. I also love as well the, um, I'm going to call him Merlin because I can't remember his name. <laughs> Savannah. Um, yeah, he's, uh, when, he, when each demon comes out, his eyes, the glow slowly dimmers. Mm. At the point where he goes to pure white when there's no more demons inside of him. And each one slowly dimmer, like it's really like, the attention to detail for some of these is great. As you said, the demons look fucking amazing. So yeah, and when they're saying it's like the the smoke, that looked really cool. Mm-hmm. That's a really good effect. And the fact I'm gonna obviously I pointed out within the when we watched it, good bit of CGI. The guys, the guys and girls with the fucking uh, shopping bags in their hands mm-hmm. in the mall scene because obviously they didn't move. They forgot they're there and they had to CGI in fucking shopping bags and anything to the hands to make it look like they're actually shoppers. Good job on that, because you would never fucking notice. 
Because I didn't notice until I saw the director talk about it and go, oh yeah, did you see that scene there? Oh yeah. I didn't notice until then. That's how good of CGI it is. <laughs> I mean, you pointed out and I couldn't even see where we were looking at. Yeah, so I, I, I didn't pause in time. Totally <laughs> not just going to Google search it now to see what, what you're on about. I'll, sh- I'll show you afterwards. Thank you, sir. The CGI was pretty good. I yeah. mean, even the simple like the way the lighting was done was really great as well. Like each way they've done it, like the darkness mixed with the lightning, like the lightning bolts and stuff. That when obviously uses his electricity. Stuff. Yeah. I like how it contrasted with the dark. Got like Godzilla. Got like Godzilla. Yeah, the the blue lights in the like mm. the darkness. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Anyone else want to talk about special effects, or are we moving on? I agree. <laughs> Thank you, James. <laughs> there was um a good part, like I, I I like I think it's like a good like when they when they did the transformation into Shazam, uh, mm-hmm. how they made it so that Billy doesn't like give his identity away because like he turned to, into. See, like, do you remember when, like, he went into the crowd of people at the carnival and then mm. shazammed himself and they they didn't notice him, although that could be just be plot armor and all that. Right, it's because of the lightning and the clothes. Obviously, they won't see anything yeah, until yeah. the last minute and be like, oh, shit, where the hell did he go? He's disappeared. Like yeah, basically. Even though Ben Tenders runs into the crowd and goes, it's hero time! Yeah, <laughs> it's a bit obvious. But <laughs> hero time. But Shazam's makes make, makes sense. Obviously, no one knows of his name because they never mentioned his name once because they can't technically give him the name Shazam because if he's like, "Hey guys, I'm Shazam," oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously, this is a film another another like superhero movie where they never mention the superhero's name. I wonder when he's gonna get his name done. Who knows? Flash appeared in Justice League and doesn't get it till his own movie if he even gets it in that. Well, to be honest, he doesn't even get in his own movie. He gets it in the DC Flash uh, TV show Flash. No, he, oh, oh, that's a good point. He has it from that. He'll probably remember it and go, "Oh yeah, I'm the Flash." Am I? Oh fuck's sake! <laughs> I can't rename myself. I was gonna go. Uh, I was gonna go with Speed Boy. Damn it! <laughs> I was gonna go with Zoom. <laughs> Sorry, Sullivan. I'm not thinking like that again, please. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, Savitar. Okay, we're done there then. Special effects? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. We'll move on then to the action sequences of the movie. So there's only really two major action sequences. There's obviously the more sequence, and then there's the final fight between the family and the sins. And mm-hmm. I think the first one gives more comedy value than anything. Because obviously, straight away, Shazam punches Dr. Zvon in the dick. And he's like, I'm sorry for punching you in the nuts, man. Ugh. And then obviously the more fight when he's running across, he's like chucking stuff at him. He's like, go get him, Batman. He's like, he picks it up and he's like, oh, Batman. He's like, yeah, go get him! And obviously he's just running through everything. And obviously the fucking the, the keyboard scene when you hear dun 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 dun, poof! Obviously it's done a more comedy value. Whereas obviously the second one, though it has its comedy moments, like obviously when uh, the Hadouken and the Santa Claus scene and whatnot, it's more done in a serious way because obviously it's a more darker tone with the, the night and everything. So it's two different types of fight scene, which I like. I like, I like it a lot. All right, Jim Carrey. <laughs> yeah, um, I did find the, the the fights good, especially. I'm not sure which part of it was. I, actually, yeah, I do. It was the uh, the family yeah. fight 
but it's like towards the the Billy and uh, the Shazam and bald British guy, uh, the fight. Yeah. Because uh, like Harry's trying to get like envy out of him. I also like how that is the only one that's left inside, because envy's like jealousy. If I remember, if I'm if I'm mm-hmm. remembering right, so he's kind of jealous of Shazam for having the power. So yeah, it's kind of one. it's kind of ironic how that's always the last that's the last one, and for him to like actually get him to stop. A feeling that's of discontented the... or resentful longing aroused by someone else's possessions, qualities, or luck. Thank or you, Tom Howard, the red, or Tom Howard, with the red aroused, and it's just... <laughs> he's like. Oh yeah! I remember read it. I was like, "Wait, did it actually say?" <laughs> me, me and James instantly getting drawn to the word "arouse" and ignoring the rest of the entire definition. Okay, <laughs> But yeah, um, it's it's just interesting and like yeah, mm. that's all I have to say. It's almost like it was done poetically. Mm. I am sorry if you can hear someone shouting, "Daddy." Oh, it's um, uh, it is kind of uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a bit random, there, Alex. Um... <laughs> no, I can see my mic turning green on Discord. So I'm just apologising, just in case. Okay, uh, either you two got input on this. Not the daddy part of it. I mean the fighting. <laughs> daddy, <laughs> you want me to call you that? Well, well, well. As, uh, as I mentioned at the beginning, my issue with it is it's very stop start it's get choke thrown into the air iron man one style then drop then run then get caught up to again a little bit of a fight stop run it's too repetitive it's if you're gonna run commit to running rather than just stopping fighting going okay no i need to run stop Fighting. Okay, I need to run. Stop. Stop that. I feel like that's the aspect of him being a kid. He's inexperienced. He's, you know, he's trying to fight, then he's trying to run. And obviously, then he gets caught up and he's like, okay, I need to defend myself. And then when he gets that opening, he's like, okay, I need to fucking run again. I, I literally cannot beat this guy. I think that's it's the true. aspect of it is the fact that it, deep down, he's literally still as a child. So he, do, yeah. he doesn't know actually how to handle himself enough to not mm. actually have to run away. Over and over again. That's that's my that's my definition of how the reasoning why. Mm. Yeah, he, he obviously he acts like, he acts like a kid, so he's gonna he's gonna act that one, isn't it? Because he is one. Yeah. True. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Still, I, it, it, just, it bugs you. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it it goes on for a bit too long. And, I mean, yeah, gotta get the video to the ten minute mark for ads, but still. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> just, just give me give me fisticuffs and dick punches or just leave. No. <laughs> I mean, I like her. I like the first fight because I see the start when he realizes like cause he's been so used to being this. I'm basically invincible. You can't hurt me. And the yeah. first punch he has causes him to bleed. But that, the shock he has in his face is like. The fuck, and obviously you can tell he doesn't know what to do. You see that the if he tries to fight back, then realizes he can't fight this guy. So just what he always does, which is run. That's how his whole character is about him. He runs from everything. 
because that's the whole point of him. He runs for every foster home, and and that's more of a sort of him trying to fight that like instinct to run. And that's the whole. It's more of a, his character. His character development. Yeah, him like changing from so running, he faces his demons because they're all demons. His fights and flights more like a flight instead of fight. Yeah. That's a better um, way of explaining what I said. <laughs> basically, it's a character development. It's mm-hmm. more, it's it's to it's a personification of his flaws, and a way to overcome these flaws, when he literally faces his own demons. Let's see, it's all, it's all a metaphor. Good, have big brain. <laughs> James, have big James brain. top in his hat. <laughs> see, J- James, you're a smooth brain. James I am really- taking the piss out of me. You did it to me earlier. This is karma. <laughs> <laughs> and on that karmatic note, uh, you know, we get to sit back, uh, you two, because you know what time for it is. For about a second. Yep, it's Hayden's editing second. Guess what I'm going to say. Guess what I'm going to say. The editing, yeah? Uh, it was yeah? all right. Yeah. It was all right. <laughs> it was all right, okay? Is anyone... Uh, anyone's going gonna... <laughs> to... Can <laughs> talk about James just walking away from the camera and just lying down. He he's just decided to hump his body pillow. Dirty mm. bastard. Well, I was going to yeah. take a nap for that section, but yeah, sure, I'll do that too. I, mean, I, I never even knew about this section. The only thing about it, obviously, it's it's not as linear as most of others because there's there's a few flashbacks. You'll see you got the, the first flashback where it's um when he's a kid. Probably not as noticeable, but it's a lot more lighter. Yeah, I saw than that. Then the real life version, when it's a bit more blue. Obviously, it's his child-like mind is clouding this like memory. I did like that aspect. They they did that specifically to show which is the real, which is more the hazy, fake one. Oh, I'm so loving, but she lost me, and I can't find her anymore. Then realizes, oh, she's just a, she's she's a bitch. He's like, oh, I can't raise a kid, so fuck you, bye. I'm going to go find some bloke and do him. Bye. And it's all the, yeah. the difference in colour. She didn't know her, her new partner was dick. Yeah. Which you know a lot about. More than a second there, Hayden. <laughs> I know, I actually thought of something. It not, popped in my head like last minute. You're not a, a one pump chump. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's amazing. Okay, uh, oh. we get we have to actually move forward now, guys, because uh, yeah. it's the uh, pacing of the movie section, and I think the pacing is good. Uh, obviously, you start off with the origins of the villain, then it shows the origins of the heroes. It pace it slowly goes into that, and obviously it builds up to him getting the powers, showcasing then obviously the two sides of it's so the villain trying to learn how to get to this power, while the one with the power is trying to learn how to use the power. Before obviously, eventually, obviously, it comes towards the end where they obviously, you know, fully confront each other for the final time. So I think the pacing's good. And James Hand, it's a power struggle. Alex, also Mal- hand. I'll second the Mick. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hayden, no hand. <laughs> um, no, I can't hate them. Like uh, <laughs> uh, just bore me up if I hit him. <laughs> 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 uh, pacing, guys and girl. Uh, pacing, it is very paced. I'm a girl. You what? Why? 
This is news. <laughs> are, you, are you stepping in my territory? There can only be one. There can only be one. I I found with the with the start of this film that it was one of these that had to do all the origin story, and it was starting to lose me. Um. So I mean, yeah, the action at the end got me back in. I was fully invested. But I found within start of the film, probably because again, as I said, the comedy was starting to grind against me. Uh, I was just flicking through tabs because you know, we're still in the origin story. Like I said, how I had issue with um, Star of Ready Player One, it's like, okay, I'm starting to get bored now. I had the same thing with this film. Hey, you pick glad there was no Uncle Ben. <laughs> Uncle Ben's right there. So this guy fucking die so many times. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And not as many times as the Wayne murders. Oh no. That's a whole new level. Oh, Martha. <laughs> well, your mother's name's Martha too. Okay, James, got we your input be there. Best British. Hmm? Uh, we got your input there. Alex, input. Uh, what was the question again? Pacing. Yeah, pacing. Martha. Yeah, and not being Martha. racist. What do you mean, racist? Alex, <laughs> pacing. Okay. Uh, um, I find it pretty well paced, to be honest. Um, yeah, like to be honest, the the, the origin story wasn't too long, in my opinion. No offense, yeah, James. you got quite into it. Opinions, yeah, decent opinion, like decent like amounts. Uh, I'm like, just wrong. You're not wrong. It's an opinion. Yeah. Everyone is entitled to their own opinion. Exactly. Like Hayden's opinion of Dora being a hundred out of hundred. Mm-hmm. It's a fucking great film. I'd call it good. Yeah. The best. <laughs> Shit. Uh, yeah. Um, I thought it was well paced. Like, I like how you could see a bit of, like, the little shit prick at the beginning. Uh, like, how entitled he was. And I, I love his dad for, like, saying, you little shit. <laughs> fucking... Thank you, Dad. You basically had to put Lex, uh, Lex Luthor for like, how many years? I know. He's just done with it all. Uh, but yeah, like, yeah, it was, wasn't too long. It, the family part at the beginning was a bit pushed. But I wish we saw a bit more of the the adoptees uh, who adopted him. Because they I think were, they, they were, were quite funny. They, they were quite funny, they yeah. were. Yeah, mm. I, I would. Like I, I, I like my comedy uh, more than horror. And James uh, does. <laughs> but James is the horror. James yeah. is the comedy. James isn't like, isn't like comedy, apparently. James is dead inside. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> oh, <there's laughs> <ice>. yeah. <laughs> Can we stop talking about my problem? <laughs> <laughs> but at least there wasn't a, like a time skip from a dog. Uh, yeah, I think yeah. I said my dog. <laughs> yeah. We've got him again. <laughs> but yeah, um, the pacing was pretty well. It it wasn't the best pacing, but like, you you can't really get perfect nowadays. Everyone's going to complain or find something wrong with it. Yeah, James. I'm not just out of it, James. Hayden, stop making a war that is not going to happen. Okay, I get what you're saying, Alex. Yeah, thank you. Nothing can be like hundred percent perfect. Even stuff that you do say is perfect. There's still those issues. Like I say, I'm hundred percent gay, but 
I still look at women's titties. <laughs> that came out of nowhere. Um, <laughs> is, is it, I'm, I'm is, just proving uh, a point. Uh, 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 Hayden, did you do pacing? I can't remember. No, yeah. No, yeah, uh, but okay. And that it was paced like it was paced. It's pretty normal. Simple pacing. Then I see big differences with the flashbacks, which I think take out of the pace, but even then. Yeah, it's paced well. You start to pay a fucking peekaboo. Distractions on next time. Okay. Um... I, we've got to talk about you being racist the entire time, seriously. <laughs> Oh, you! I'm not <laughs> moving on then to production design. Do it again. Okay, I see what she's done about it. Um, yeah, uh, production design. Uh, I think it's some good production design. I think the suits mm-hmm. look incredible. Uh, especially the light in the middle. That was obviously yeah. <laughs> he's <doing it> still <laughs> um, look really uh, like stood out over the normal colours, but I still think it. Did enough to sh- mm. showcase this really good looking suit. I think the cave, obviously where the wizard is, that whole area, that looked really cool. It looked very basic, but still looked really cool. It seems like they made this really lo- good looking cave. Uh, yeah, the other sets are mainly the mall, which you know is a mall. There's nothing really much to say there. Um, mm. uh, but, uh, a house, nothing much to say there. But it's a house. Um, yeah, I, I feel like it, it did good production wise. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, I do like the seats. They're the different the color code as well. I like that because all the color codes are kind of related to like the character, character, and kind of what they're yeah. wearing at the time. Well. Red, blue, red, grey, purple, and green. Mm. Each one was wearing those colors when they changed. Exactly. Pretty well done. Mm-hmm. Like the little details. Little details. Always make, they always make it good. Devils in the details, Feb. Which they've got is sort of styled slightly as well to how they're like as well. Obviously, like a James Hale character, Mary. Uh, obviously, she has that more of like a classic, like the like girl girl kind of like um skirt in a way. Each one is like, like each outfit's like different. It's pretty well, well done. So yeah. And James is. <laughs> I don't know what he, I don't know what he's doing. Um, <laughs> there's like something in my vision, and I don't. It's it's called it's called your computer screen. <laughs> wow. <laughs> is it? Ha- right, all right, oh, Wilson, calm down. Wow. 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 Let me send like Wario. Wario. Okay, I'm sorry, I can't look normal. Okay, thumbs up for <laughs> production design then. Uh, script. You guys spoke it, enough, someone else can uh, start yourself. It's kind of generic. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, generic like, superhero. Yeah, but there are some like, standout moments, obviously. Yeah. The character being a kid, instead of being like a a normal adult kind of superhero like most of them are even like the like Sam Raimi Spider-Man ones you know he's supposed to be a kid and that he very much acts like a nerdy adult and the only time we've ever really seen that childlike superhero is obviously Spider-Man in the MCU Spider-Man the only time we've ever seen that childlike 
like not inexperienced and the way they do the dialogue obviously it fits out quite well like he tries to act tough and like like he's a big superhero obviously he's spent the whole time making money doing light shows lightning with my hands yeah lightning with my hands lightning with my hands like a kid like you've probably done that many times tom where you start saying random stuff or singing to a different tune he still does it now what you're on about Lightning, lightning with my hands, lightning with my hands, lightning with my hands. See, Tom was the actual writer of the film, didn't you? Know? <laughs> That's why it's so generic. <laughs> you hide me. You hide me. Look, I just saw money, okay? I got, got, we got paid a lot of money by Fortnite to do that one dance scene, okay? <laughs> Better fair. Pay for the entire movie. Uh, I, I must say, I quite like how it's got that little side plot mm-hmm. with the with the bullies. Um, I th- I thought that was a nice little added touch that was that was well done. Mm-hmm. Uh, Go that own. can't park. <laughs> giving, like, uh, sorry. giving that progression from you know just dealing with everyday schoolyard bullies to bald British guy. <laughs> but he, um, in both aspects, he's dealing with bullies. Mm. <laughs> nice, nice, nice uh, note there, James. Yes, I made that connection all by myself. Yeah. With, as a human and as a basically a demigod. Yeah. Alex, what are you about to say? Um, I like how when the bullies are bullying... Uh... I'm, so, I'm oh. sorry, I'm sorry. Why does Alex now look like the guy from The Grinch? The guy who's the mayor? <laughs> I see it. Uh, it doesn't. <laughs> I just glanced over at him speaking. I was like, wait, why the fuck's he looking at the, the Grinch? <laughs> what was the mayor's name in the Grinch? Mm-hmm. I walk a lonely <laughs> Yeah, something like that. Go on, Alex, continue. <laughs> I like how when the bullies are bullying them, uh, they can't really do much and they, like, they get beat up. But at the end, they have to save them. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking, just let them die. <laughs> well, that that would have make you a hero, then, would it? Yeah, exactly. They're being heroes. They save everyone. Even While also still thing. giving uh, suitcase wedges. Mm. Well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> I've he, never heard of a Is he giving us a suitcase wedgie? <laughs> that was quite funny. Oh, I thought they said... Uh, Good full circle. Have you heard of a... Yeah. No, they're getting wedges. <laughs> yeah. Probably American. Probably like, yeah, it's some American bull crap. No. No offense to our American audience if you're in, if there's any out there. Yeah. <laughs> James what, says hi. Hi, Mom. Hi, Calix. Hi, Calix. What? Yeah. Uh, okay, we'll move on then if uh, everyone's done with script. Yes. Yeah. And we'll move on to the ending, uh, which is obviously Doctors of Ireland being defeated. Billy finally so, joining his foster family and, you know, the whole Shazam family moving to the cave. And Alex, yeah. do you want us to kick us off here? You started speaking. You look like you wanted to kick us off. Yeah, come on, Alex. Talk it's about so... Hillville. <laughs> it was so sad. I, I really cried. I really cried at the ending. It was, uh, especially when that dog died. It just got me. <laughs> when it got hit by that truck, but then oh. came back to life. 
Was you watching? Was you watching Marvin? Marley Marvi and me meet the Pet Cemetery. And you said Harvey and me. Get your price, kid. Specific scene you're talking about doesn't end. Uh, doesn't end at the at the happen of that movie. It doesn't happen at the end of that movie. It happens like, mm. more middle-ish, if anything. That's nah, true. I found it pretty good. Uh, ending was nice. Me trying to have to having to remember the movie without anyone talking about it pretty hard. Uh, but yeah, it was like it's a good setup for the next movie as well, especially like with the end scene credits. Uh, different category. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My bad. It I'm stepping jumping, on. You're jumping. Jumping one. Look, that's what we do on the Pokemon Chatter Caves. First, it was to the first you criticized the Grinch for stealing Christmas. Now this, fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was good. Um, How's that dog's butthole toasting? Yeah, you, you get it because he kiss, kissed the dog. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, James the dog. Okay, <laughs> James, how did you feel about the ending? Um, trying to remember it right now. Yeah, they, 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 they win. Uh, yeah, victory. He, he joins the family at dinner. You just the hand in the middle, like all of them. Yeah. Then he goes yeah, to the cave. And... Yeah, that's a nice little touch. You know, he's he's learned the value of family. Remember mm-hmm. the one thing the wizard said about all of the seats being empty. You know, don't don't go it alone, kids. Uh, and he, he does the he does the put the hand in, you know, join in, put all the hands together for the evening meal rather than having like one of the parents do it. So yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's neat that you know there's resolution, there's development, and mm. something no, nice yeah. ending basically. Yeah, yeah. throughout the entire film, like he's the one who didn't do it. He wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. And in. Uh, and how, how they also jump back to, oh look, we've got our layer rather than spending hundreds Ooh. of thousands of money on it on through an estate agent. The layer. So, <laughs> so yeah, cool. They got the layer. I don't know what Alex <laughs> is doing, and I'm just gonna. My opinion is uh, going to replicate James's. Mm-hmm. Well done. <laughs> I agree. Oh, sorry. I I agree. Yeah, there you go. You you you've done a me. Congratulations. I yeah, agree okay. with James from the future. Oh, that one scene where Billy steals that steals that uh, police car. It was like a it was like a B-Tech, uh, Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> 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 like, what's the period is fucking weird. What, what's, what's I'm off to go do Michael Blue Bay. That's that's it. That's the original. <laughs> I'm not needed on the show anymore. James, you can't try the all gone. Um, everyone, everyone in agreement on the ending. Good ending. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice ending. Yeah. It's all everything's resolved. The character arcs are all done. Yeah. I like. He, he obviously. He fully accepts that these people are his family and not this random mummy's like not seen in years who abandoned him. Blood doesn't mean family. Yeah, family can be made. Oh yeah, because obviously the whole thing, like, the foster parents that like the fostered him, they yeah. obviously themselves have been in the system. They're, they're both care kids as well. Yeah. They know that 
a family doesn't have to be related. For some no, reason, that the, the big guy, the the dad, the, the father, dead. the father figure, he always reminds yeah. me of Cisco. And I don't know why. Like a really, like a really like muscly Cisco. Yeah, I just know him from The Walking Dead. <laughs> uh, yeah, my, my input there. It's <laughs> <laughs> mm. it's a good like, it's like poetry. Uh, everything's all everything comes around everything gets solved and quite beautifully done mm-hmm. yeah and you know big budget fights along the way okay yeah obviously um, the family movie disguised as a magical superhero movie with the same touch my staff okay and you yeah. know first of all no ampede god damn she had to bring her up uh <laughs> <laughs> read the name Okay, that's so obviously there's an end credit scene as Alex was going to point out, which obviously Doctor Zavana. Oh, we'll talk, yeah, there's two. We'll talk about the first one, then the mid credit scene, oh. which is obviously Doctor Zavana meets Mister Mind, not Mister Mime. Mister Mind is called the Caterpillar, which is set up the sequel, obviously the Fury of the Gods, because you know he's going to take it to the gods, and it's a nice, it's a nice way to set up the sequel, while also giving you the last, last little look at the villain, while also also then giving you that look at the. It just full circle because obviously the caterpillar was in the start of the movie, but then you didn't see yeah. it when he went back, so it gives you full circle of it's there, it's the bad guy. Mm. Yeah, we're having a caterpillar as a bad guy, deal with it. Well, it's better than a starfish. Hey, leave Starro alone. Yeah, Starro is cool. cool. Yeah, come on, it's one of James' favorite Pokemon. No, that's all Dino. Picking the pass. God's sake, Alex. <laughs> this is why no one likes you. <laughs> oh, I mean, my house is just burning. <laughs> I understand it. <laughs> Any more thoughts on the ending? Oh, look no. escaping. Uh, okay. Um, obviously, there's another end credit scene, as James pointed out, which is the Shazam testing his ability to talk to fish. <laughs> which is obviously taking the fish out of Aquaman. It's like, oh, how, how, how is this even corn? Cool? It's not corn. Cool. Obviously, Freddy's like, Oh, but, you know, you can, like, c- control a murder of fish in the ocean. Yeah, he but wasn't seeing the practical of Yeah, and he was there pointing at his shirt as well, pointing at the Aquaman shirt. He's like, oh, yeah, forgot about that. Basically, it was like how I, everyone believed Aquaman was a shit power, had a shit yeah. power. And obviously, the film, at the end of the all the fish creature army, it showed that it could actually be kind of cool and quite cin- cinematic. Yeah. Hmm. That bitch existed. <laughs> well, it would be right to talk about the end credits. I mentioned that really cool end credit sequence, the drawings. Yeah. That was really fun to watch. Mm. Yeah, it reminded it me of Spider Man. Yeah, I was gonna say the run with the homecoming Spider Man. Yeah, that was both off um, and dead off, dead off, wasn't it? Yeah, it was very like oh, we've lost quite him. classic, classic uh, kid films. We've lost like Die with the Kid as well. Yeah, and a bit of that vibe from that. Yeah, uh, we didn't need James. I was taking over. Yeah, yeah, you are the James. You better return really quick because it's the ratings in a minute. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so before we get to the ratings, obviously there's the favorite moment segment where we choose mm-hmm. our favorite moment from the movie. You didn't tell me how to have a favorite mo- moment. Well, think of one guy from. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, yep. Okay, so my favorite moment. 
I think there's a few in this that are really cool. I like the bit with the dad, the, the lightning comes through the roof, and he's like, I think I did that. I like the scene when uh, Shazam's being drowned, and he's trying to say Shazam, but he can't, and then mm. obviously the bad guy gets taken off, and he lifts his head up, and he just yells Shazam. But I'm mm. going to go with the scene I've already mentioned once, which is obviously when Billy jumps off the roof and yells Shazam, and the lightning just strikes him, and he turns into him. I really love that scene. I think it looked really good cinematically, and it was really good to watch. Yeah, mine's gonna be like obviously when he just finished getting drowned and said Shazam and he gets up from this. You know, like you see the lightning bolt. I think that's probably mine. Either that or the scene where he's in the toilet saying how the fuck do I pee and then <laughs> sits and the guy's the that random guy runs out screaming. His pants almost dead. <laughs> yeah. He's trying to buckle himself back up. Or or my well, third option would be the one he's like has that trench coat over him. Oh yes, I am his dad who's just <laughs> over there. It reminds me of like the the joke of like three kids in a trench coat. Yes. <laughs> yes. Mm. Those um, ones quite fun. Pick a specific one, which one are you going with? Um for, for, for comic for visually oh, we're gonna go visual comical. Either one either one you choose. I'm gonna go for the comical kids in the trench coat. Okay, kids in trench coats. <laughs> Who's next? Um, one of my favorite moments was um, the scene where they're arguing, like a good couple of miles away, oh, and yeah. Dylan's giving his speech, but he's like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, that's good. Uh, yeah, that was one of my favorite ones. Uh, but the one that I'm like super happy about is when Santa's on the news. <laughs> It's <laughs> fucking crazy, man. It's so, fucking crazy, man. So, so, it was all like, so, so, so you go in there, Santa. Yeah, Santa all the way. Santa. And now it's all bleeped out as well. Yeah. Like. <laughs> what, you bleep out now? No, I no. Mean, the Santa bleeped out, didn't he? Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I thought you were talking about Tom bleeping again. No. That's so sad. James, where are you going with them? Um. Hmm. If, 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 if this is anything like Pokemon, he's going to be there for about 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> is it a bit where Mary exists? Which part of Pokemon? When he's picking your bloody Pokemon movie? Yeah, that's what I mean. No, 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 yeah. I mean, no, pick the team before it's going to be Togepi. Oh. <laughs> Do I get to go now? Yeah, you get to go. Come on, Cogs. Yes, yes. Um, for, in terms of um, like action, well, more so of like a specific shot, um, I agree with. The shot that Thomas pointed out when he leaps off the roof and yells Shazam and how it's a little bit slow-mo. That's super cool. Um, in terms of comedy, when uh, Shazam decides to go into a gentleman's club. <laughs> when he looks at the camera, he's like, Do I need more money? <laughs> yeah, when he comes out, like, we're going to need more money. They're very convincing. So... Yeah, and when they when they teleport out of the cave into there, and all the rest <laughs> of the place, first place you thought of, and then um, the uh, the the Freddy. I don't want to say the cripple, but I don't Freddy. remember his name. Freddy. Billy, yeah, and he Freddy. comes. I was like, yeah, really nice people in there. <laughs> How does he get Billy from Freddy? I don't know. Oh, I thought you said Billy. Sorry, no, I'm not Freddy. Freddy. Billy's the main Yeah, Billy's the main one. And then the, the little kid's like, oh, they have glitter. I want glitter. Why go across my eyes? So, so you're going with Gentleman's Club? <laughs> yeah, the way I'm talking about it now. Gentleman's yeah. Club. 
Okay. Um... Was, um, when they were in the cave with the bad guy, you had all of the um, the deadly sins holding each uh, one, each member of the family. Mm. Uh, I didn't remember all too much about that scene, actually, so it's out of the running. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, then uh, pivot the moment of the podcast, the ratings of the movie. And I'm going to kick us off. Uh, again, fun film, comedy, action, good cinematography, dark, has a bit of horror in it. You know, I can't go wrong there. Uh, so my initial rating, I'm going with what I went with the first time I watched this. And that's going to be a, once again, a 9 out of 10. I really Ooh. enjoyed it. I think it's a really fun movie. I agree. I said 9 out of 10 too. I think it's it's fun to watch. It's a little bit different than, it's different than most superhero films with the fact that it's a kid in an adult's body. You still see, there are like comedy films out there like that, but there's no like superhero film like that. And at least it's not a guy from Friends, so that's all that matters, really. And, so um, me... Oh, sorry, you weren't done. Yeah. Uh, did I? <laughs> you done? Yeah. So, um, okay. it was fun. Right, so, yeah, 9 um... out of 10. <laughs> For me? No, I'm My rating uh, overall for the, for the film is a 6.75. Rounded down to a six. Nine out of ten, okay. Nothing, <laughs> nothing wrong with the film itself, but personally... Just you. Just the, com- you. the comedy grind you, Dave. Just me. The comedy, I could... I don't, I don't know how many times I could sit through it. Yes, it can get a laugh out of me, but funny recording... Just can't get that rise. What? No, never mind. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on Alex instant does again. YouTube compilation of ooh, powers. Woo! And Woo! It, it has its highs, but it certainly, for me, has its lows as well. So, mm. like you. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, I have a straight zero out of ten, rounded down to a zero. But yeah, your highs when you start making really, really bad comments, we can take the piss out of you being basically what's going to corrupt this entire. Channel and get us all cancelled, and yeah, you, you're the weak link between us all. Goodbye. Bye <laughs> <laughs> oh, bye. You're the weakest link. Goodbye. Go on, Alex. Um, I will give it a good four point five slow poke heads out of five. Um, can't it use was a system. You can't bring in the other channel. <laughs> I'm so uh, Fine. So, I'll give it an eight out of. Eight out of ten. I like checking myself. Uh, would vote again. Um, I thought it was fun. Would watch it again, as I've already watched it before. Um, I like the little funny bits, you know. Dala and Dala's like a precious gem of this movie. She's just fresh, fresh, fresher, fresh air. Uh, but yeah, ah, uh, yeah, it's decent. Not, not exactly perfect per se. Not like the best movie, and uh, it's 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 a decent DC movie. Okay, eight out of ten. I was gonna interrupt him by just randomly shitting it, kind of start jumping, (laughs) but I thought no, Tom, don't. Okay, uh, so right, you you're the average, Alex. Uh, That gives uh, 
Shazam and Chess Cave overall rating of 8 out of 10. Time in a prize? No. Quite quite oh. low for a film with that Amber Heard. It's quite low for a film with that dying at the beginning. Okay, uh, we'll quickly get to the uh, MVP section. So the Chess Cave MVP award this week, decided by all of us, of course, uh, goes to Shazam, Zachary Levi, for the fact that it captures this man-child perfectly. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. Okay, agree- agreement. Yeah. Uh, nothing yeah, else to add. Uh, okay, uh, so the runner-up, again, another agreement, because this is one that was, it was neck and neck between all of us. Uh, so the runner-up is Freddy, played by Jack Dylan Grazer, because he was a great sidekick. And definitely, with the dark humour as well that he had. Yeah. yeah. And the nerdiness. Yeah. It basically it was it resided in Tom. It was basically it, Tom, but better. But Tom, but can't walk. Okay, Is it, you trying to say you don't want Tom to walk? No, I'll break his legs. <laughs> Is that a threat? Okay. Yeah. Uh, All right, no, it's, not, no, it's, it's not a threat. It's a promise. Now he just looks like Mickey Mouse. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> He's going to do some anti-synastic things again, isn't it? <laughs> We're going to move on to the question of the day, then. So, the question of the day is, before the sequel in 2023, we're actually getting a prequel in 2022 in the form of Black Adam. So, mm-hmm. what are you looking forward to seeing in that to then, obviously, what? eventually come into a third movie where they collide? The Rock's muscles. <laughs> Have you seen him? He's been releasing images of himself buff as fuck for this movie. Mm-hmm. I'm they actually started for... filming it. They started filming it yesterday, I think. In terms of, I'm recording. not playing for the, the soundtrack of "What Can I Say Except You're Welcome." It's, the, it's just the rock's best hits. Yeah. So there's going to be some, uh, some uh, fairy in there. Moana, Moana in there. There's going to be some uh, Jumanji in there. Yeah, I'm with the wave place where he, he appeared. Yeah. Or the ones in Han Montana with wearing makeup. Yeah. That was a weird episode. That was a weird episode. Then his, then his WWE oh, theme hits. <laughs> Or when he's in the uh, the Two Fairy Tutu from the Two Fairy, or um, obviously, or everyone's favourite moment is obviously when he jumps off the building. <laughs> there goes my <laughs> So basically, <laughs> what you're all saying is you're looking forward to seeing The Rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I can't yeah. wait for him to bring in his friend as well, the Invisible Man, because you can't see me. How do you know there's an yeah. actor from The Invisible Man in it? The, 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 one of the main actors in The Invisible Man remake, he's playing Hawkman within this movie because Hawkman's in it, Dr. Fate's in it. Uh, oh, I can't remember the other two. There's two more in it. Matt Damon. Matt Damon's in it, yeah. Um... <laughs> no, Matt Damon's not in it. Uh, but yeah, obviously all these characters are basically going to end up fighting Black Adam. So Yeah. Well, what can I say? I'm good at guessing. You can't see my Brad Pitt now as well. Okay, so... He's invisible cut man. Okay, so we're basically in agreement that The Rock. We're all looking mm-hmm. forward to seeing The Rock. Oh, yeah. Essentially, also it's a super Dr. villain. Fate. Also Doctor Fate as well. Yeah, Doctor yeah. Fate, yeah. I didn't even know he was in, in the movie. I did, yeah. but main focus is The Rock. Yeah. I hasn't talked about this movie as much. No, I, 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 just, I just talked to Hayden about it. I've sent him, I was, ironically, I was like, hey, look, we spoke about Doctor Fate yesterday. They just cast uh, Piers Brosnan, 007 as him. Oh, you talk about... You just sent me like things like Mario's getting a movie. And I was like, oh, okay. 
Mm. What can well, I say? Can this stuff as well, please. Right, okay. Doing another Ghostbusters. Yeah, James found out about that yesterday. Uh, okay, well, before we uh, start running jabbering on, uh, okay, that covers everything. So, uh, I'll see if I chat okay, podcast this week. Uh, Alex, you're getting a week off. You get you get your birthday week off. Yeah. Uh, James, you're sticking really around wa- again. Watching. We're not watching Transformers, Hayden. Oh. We're going to be covering the 2017, you know, theatrical adaption of Power Rangers for go, my go, birthday Rangers. because it literally is coming out on my birthday. Uh, so yeah, thanks for joining me and Hayden. You pair of uh, the guy from the Grinch uh, and whatever James is now because he's lost his whole gimmick. We, we don't know anymore. What am I? What is life? His what is the sad, sad monk man. Okay. Uh... <laughs> Almost as bad as Tom Cruise. So it's a horror of his man. Yeah, I've been striking Thomas shoes. I've been Hayden Roberts. What? No, you haven't. You've let yourself go, Hayden. Scientology all over again. Scientology over again. Always taking over my things. God's sake. And this has been a Chat Cave podcast. And you know what, guys and girls? That's Square Enix for you. Remember. Shazam! Uh.